Building and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to Go For It. This is Joe. Thank you so much for coming back. Well, today, this month, this year, oh my goodness, so many phenomenal guests and I cannot even wait to bring on this guest because she's a repeat and I love interviewing her. But as you know, I'm your Go For It business strategist. I'm a speaker, even though, you know, in these times right now that we're in, I still do some speaking. But now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a two-time best-selling author, which is phenomenal. My new book is um, Success Secrets of Super... No, Success Secrets of Super Achievers, and available on Amazon. Jeez, I had a brain malfunction there, the name. But anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, going, you know, Helping you grow through your business and life is always what I'm here for you to do. And um, you can go to my website, joehosman.com, to find out more information about me and to find that new book, Success Habits of Super Achievers. There we go. Oh, maybe I need more coffee today. Success Habits of Super Achievers is a new book. It's also available on Amazon. Um, And so there you go. See, sometimes we just, maybe I just need more caffeine in my life. I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) today on today's show, it's going to be a really phenomenal show because you know what? The guest that I have coming on today is full of energy. She has got a fantastic personality and I know she's going to keep me on my toes, which I absolutely love. And so I'm really excited about that. And her name is Lady Jane Fontaine. We're right there with that name. Hello. You got to know that there's some spunk in there. She is a business and life strategist. She's a crisis mentor, a coaching consultant. She has 45 plus, I don't think you're old enough to have 45 plus years in award-winning sales, niche and target marketing, public relations and positioning that focuses on creating and telling her clients unique business stories by opening new markets. You know, today she does VIP half and full day sessions, which we're going to talk about during the show, which help business owners, entrepreneurs, and artists get their questions answered. Whether it's online or old school marketing methods, she knows how to help them find their way to find their niche, target market, authentic voice, and how to create and open new markets for business. Excuse me. Her specialty is seeing the unseen and knows how to fight it. She teaches her clients how to create and establish systems to protect their families and businesses before the possibility of litigation or entrapments come, which, as you know, I mean, this is that's a really good thing to know. So through her personal professional alliances and business decisions, we can suddenly find our worlds turned upside down. Lady Jane knows what it takes to stand up against the giants. She fought her way to the Minnesota Supreme Court with her attorney in a five-year legal battle where she did her own research, had no money, and guess what? She won. And Lady Jane is a kingdom entrepreneur who believes in doing business and life, life God's way where honesty and integrity are valued and pursued. Lady Jane Fontaine, welcome back to Go For It. Oh, thank you, Joe. I'm so happy to be here. How are you? I am doing fantastic, and I guess I didn't reiterate the fact that you are a returning guest, and I so appreciate you because I love uh, your energy, and I love what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about, you know, ways to make money, but also buyer beware, because you and I both know that that is um, crucial, and I'm also excited because you're also working on a new book that I'll let you talk about here after a little while, 
But Lady Jane was on my show two or three years ago now. And two years ago, I think it two, was. Yeah, in 18. Oh, yeah. no, it might have been three. It might I have been think, 2017, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. just your your tenacity and your perseverance and just your your go-get-it-ness is just, I just love it. So, and in case people don't well, remember, let's talk a little bit about you and kind of how you, how you got to be where you're at today. Well, Joe, we talked, uh, I, I guess last time we talked a lot about my history. And mm-hmm. so in previous episodes of Go For It, if anybody really wants to find out in depth more about how I became uh, who I am today, you can actually listen to that. But that's right. And then overall, I grew up in, a, in an atmosphere a lot like what we're going through right now. It was a turbulent time of the Vietnam War, and I, I became a singer, and I was singing out and doing things to uh, protest uh, what, what I was seeing in the atmosphere. And that led me into singing around the country, and eventually... Everything kind of stopped at the age of 19 and 20 when I was, um, I had a, a daughter. I actually had a baby and got married and had a child. And I had a husband that was an alcoholic. And I, you know, what do you get when you're a rock star? You get a, you know, you look for the cool guy and you go ahead and, <laughs> and you, go ahead and, you uh, and, and that one that you find to protect you turns into be the abuser. So, um Fighting that kind of a system through my life, which is a common thread through my life, which is domestic violence, I used entrepreneurship to overcome and uh, feed myself and my child. So I started out selling things, and, and I think that really heads into the topic that we're talking about today on the call, is it's going to be about you know ways to make money in the days ahead. Right now, our whole world has shifted, and so I'm going to tie a little bit of my old story into my news, my current story, because both are kind of paralleling right now. Um, in those days, I went out and I picked up a sales job. I never had been in sales. I was a talker, but I was pretty much to somebody else, but not you know, not into public speaking or doing anything, you know, standing in front of a group and, and God forbid we didn't have the internet. So we weren't trying to get on a zoom call and do something face to face or do a Facebook live. Cause none of that was there. We were standing up in living rooms, giving demonstrations on products that we found interesting and, and direct sales has a absolute, uh, uh, you know, you, you, you buy, you sell a product for this amount of money and you get the commission in between what they pay for it. So it's wholesale to, to what the market pays for it and you get the difference. And so that kind of sales went ahead and gave me capital all the time until the next paycheck to get the diapers and the food. And, and then what I also found was it gave me recognition and awards and that kind of, that kind of opportunity is still out there, but even in those days, because that was the 60s and 70s, uh, I guess it was the 50s when, you know, network marketing came along, then I was, I had become a real top salesperson in the products that I would sell. And I would get my education on how to sell and market through picking up a product that I wanted to own. Because if you own, if you were selling a product that you owned, you got to go ahead and, um, 
get a get get a great discount. <laughs> and so I went ahead and I sold anything that I wanted to own. So if I, if I wanted furniture, I went and sold furniture because I got a great discount. And so through the years, I ended up uh, getting into um, a promote, promoting myself because along that same thread, like I said, I was a singer. So I was using my singing talents uh, creatively to go out and meet people as it was kind of my marketing card. I would go out and I was always I was still always doing what I wanted to do in my career, singing, trying to be heard. But eventually the violence in my marriage, you know, uh, led me into depression. And the only thing that kept me moving forward was the fact that I had won awards in sales and marketing. And I, I was being trained by the best of them in the days, uh, in the 70s, early 70s. By that time, Tony Robbins had come around and Tommy Hopkins, and I was out there studying Studying uh, sales and marketing, I convinced the government because when my husband walked out on me, how to that they could pay for my training for a real estate license, and that was unheard of because they were really good at slotting women into a slot that would give us uh, that would simply give us a job that was a minimum wage. And I knew after watching my parents toil for years and years. Uh, my dad was a custodian in high school, had seven kids, and my mom was a cashier and both union workers. I knew I didn't want that life. I wanted more. They, they were living, you know, hand to mouth, and, and, and they were, my dad was selling and selling things and, and a flea marketer before it was posh. And so, you know, I learned quickly that I wanted to do something different. And the thing was, is I couldn't make money at singing unless I was, a, I became a star. And in though, even in those days, I knew that drugs, alcohol was all rampant through that industry. And that was not where I wanted to be with my child. So long and short of it is I got into real estate. I, I continued to pursue my my leadership roles in companies, I became trainers, I got awards, national awards for selling. And then um, over the years, it kind of kept wearing on me. So I I kept getting educated. I've always been somebody that's been a promoter of self-education, personal growth, personal growth and professional growth development. And that kind of leads us to today where, you know, everything has shifted in the world. And we, you know, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, curveballs for a lot of people have happened. I've basically been able to stay free. Um, I've worked for my daughter's company since nine. Let's see, since two thousand and one, when uh, two weeks before nine eleven happened, her business. Uh, two weeks before nine eleven happened, and uh, she bought a truck and a trailer, and. At that time, I was already just getting started in a litigation, and I'll tell you more about that in a couple of minutes, but my daughter's company, my daughter was starting a trucking company with one truck and trailer just before 9-11 happened, and so I was helping her <clears throat> with her decisions on what she needed to do, um, and just being a mom, you know, watching, mm-hmm. what do you want a, a semi for, you know, here's a 25-year-old girl going out and buying a semi and a trailer, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, but I had faith in her and believed in what she was doing. And, um, uh, right around that time, let's see, it was in 2000, I think it was in 2000, my husband had walked out and my son had had a breakdown. And so I was living in a turbulent time and 
Oh, I think it was the day of 9-11 or afterwards in 2001. I think I got served and my, um, and what I was going to talk about in this storyline is the buyer beware part of it is you really got to be careful on who you connect your life with, because whether it's in a personal relationship or it's in a business relationship, who you align yourself with is how your life is determined. I mean, if, if you're only getting half truths from the person that you love, you're making your life decisions on those half truths. That's the same in business. And what I found in the last, uh, I don't know, 20, 30 years is it's really important on who you align yourself with. Um, my husband, my, this was my second husband. By that time, I'd been up and down through the whole alcoholic marriage and a divorce and, and things like that, homelessness with two kids. And, and, uh, but I continued to sell. I continued to go to sales. Thank God for the free enterprise system because I would go be put on the welfare system for a minute and I had tools to get off. We've always had libraries, so I would go get tools that I needed to study from there. And the one thing that I know is that when you are a person that has a dream and a vision, which I've always had, um, people will help you. And so I kept helping other people along the way. And uh, there came that time, like I said, that they got me my real estate license and I'd gone ahead and I was selling. And I mean, we're talking about selling in 18% markets, you know, mm-hmm. 15, 16, mm-hmm. 17, 18% yep, uh-huh. You know, well, so, good for you. I mean, it just takes that perseverance. And, you know, I was on a Zoom call earlier today and we were talking about that. And we were talking about, you know, women at one time, you just went to school to either be a nurse or a teacher or whatever. And and the one thing I love about you is you broke all that. You broke that mold. You're like, no, nope, ain't yeah. doing it. You know, I'm going to break that glass ceiling. Yeah. I'm going to break that glass ceiling, totally and that's the thing I love about you, Lady Jane. You are so tenacious, and your perseverance just speaks volumes through um, just through your life and everything that you've done through your life and helping your daughter with her business and just how, everything you've done. And I thought of you this morning when we are on that call. I was like, that's Lady Jane, <laughs> just breaking through all well, of that. There was, there was the choice of laying down. And, and submitting to what was being dished out at me, or there was the opportunity to grow and change and make the world a better place. I mean, I sang songs about changing the world when, when Vietnam was happening. I, I was at a concert a week ago. Our, our company had created, a, we've created a wall. My son-in-law is really big, and we have a, a thing called Operation Respect, and uh, we have tributes, memorial tributes to our, for our veterans. And he has come out with the Vietnam, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall, and we carry it on the truck on the flatbed. And, they, and it was the first time shown. And here I am at a rock concert with a local band called the Armadillos, and they sing songs of that era. And I was transported. Now, we've heard these songs on the radio on, you know, the, the rock channels for forever. But when they played them and I saw the wall and I remembered who I was and I was a 13-year-old girl and the first song I ever wrote was about Vietnam and what was happening with war on television all the time, 
you know, and we had, we had, we even had bomb scares in those days where they had total blackouts in our high school auditoriums and we had to get on the floor in case something was happening. We grew in a very turbulent time, but even in those times, the darkest of times, what I've learned and, and being a domestic abuse survivor overcomer, and I'm 66 now, and I've even been in that kind of a war zone in the last couple of years, you know, the fact is, is that you can keep moving on if you have a dream and a vision and a hope. And, and what else are you going to do? Lay down, you know, lay down and wait to die. I mean, you've got a choice every day. You've got a choice to get up and move forward. And every day you've got a choice to not believe what other people are saying and find your own information. Dig for the truth. Don't accept what other people say is, Oh, this is this, this is that, you know, I mean, there's so many talking heads and they, and nobody's doing their research and nobody's doing their homework. Nobody, you know, people talk to me all the time about the Bible, but they don't even read the Bible. They've never read the Bible. So they don't know what the stories are. It's better than any kind of modern television or movie we've ever seen. But there's clues, you know, to how to live your life. And for me, I found myself in a place where, you know, nothing was working right. And I had to dig for the information. And that was where I found my journey with God. And when I found my when I found the relationship with God, I suddenly couldn't sell like I used to sell. I couldn't omit information anymore. I was walking an honesty line, and I was getting real with myself. I was breaking down all these things that I had seen over my lifetime, manipulation and holding, you know, holding information back. I wasn't outright lying per se, but even that, uh, as far as a little white lie, you know, people used to tell me that, and I'd go, no, a lie is a lie, you know, and so I And Lady Jane, I hate to interrupt you, but we do have like 30 seconds until break, so we'll just go to break now, and when we come back, I want to hear more about that, because I I truly, truly, truly believe that, and, you know, I'm, I read the Bible, I can't tell you I can quote the Bible, but I certainly read the Bible, so when we come back, I... Of course, I just want to learn so much more about you and what we're doing and what we're going to talk about because this is just so fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions for the show, you know you can call in for this live show. Uh, the phone number is one 472 And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. I have a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Learn how to maximize your business through the art of a mastermind. Being in a mastermind group can help propel you farther in life and business. Plus, you can also help others in their life and business. A mastermind group is defined as a peer-to-peer mentoring concept used to help members solve their problems with input and advice from the other group members. Since you are listening to the show, there is a place for you in my next mastermind group. For more information, visit johosman.com. Are you tired of being just the status quo? Are you tired of not earning what you are worth? Most of my clients have fear to blame for that. Overcoming fear and feeling empowered helps navigate you to becoming your better self. As one of my clients says, Joe, you are a shining light in a dark world. 
Wow, that says a lot. Let's get you going to becoming your better self and recognizing when fear and obstacles come into your life. We all have fear and we need to overcome it in order to go for it. Let's help propel you to live your best life. Contact me at joehosman.com. Listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to Joe at JoeHausman.com. That's J-O at JoeHausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It. This is Joe with my phenomenal guest, Lady Jane Fontaine. Uh, boy, hoofda. That was phenomenal, everything we just talked about. But we were talking about right then, Lady Jane was talking about finding God and reading the Bible. And so I really wanted to uh, delve into that a little bit with you, Lady Jane, is how you find found God, first of all, and how that pertains to your sales. And you said before how that changed you, that changed how you did sales before the break. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Oh, absolutely. You know, in the day, you know, it was like I had grown up where in an atmosphere where stories were told and great elaborate stories were told. And so my dad was a storyteller, especially a flea marketer trying to sell all his goods, you know. And so I'd been around an atmosphere of people that knew how to make money from nothing. And that's something that we all need pretty much all our lives. And So when I came up and I pretty much, no matter what I did, I found bad things happening. It was just over and over again. And the thing was, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I wasn't, I wasn't stealing or cheating or lying. You know, I, I wasn't leading my life like that, but I was having bad things happen. And I was, and you know, here I picked an alcoholic husband the first time, second time I picked an alcoholic husband, both the common denominator on the two of them with alcoholism was both of them had teen suicides in their teen children in their lives that were, that, that had been, that had gone through suicide. So there was something going on that I needed to find answers to. And I went on a quest to find out what was going on in my family line and what was happening that for one, I picked, my parents didn't drink and I was picking alcoholic husbands or chemically dependent people. And two, they were, that I was out trying to save the world, helping people that were hurting or broken. And I think I did that because I was wanting to die all the time because of the abuse and the bad things I was living through. I just didn't really see a reason to go on, but there was this inner voice inside of me that wanted to sing. I wanted, I was a great singer. Uh, God loaded me up with talent. It wasn't that I've been given no talents. It was that he gave me so many talents and they're all, you know, like I'm called what's called a triple threat. I not only could sing, I could write, I could dance and I was pretty at the time. And so you know, it was a, it was a quadruple set, but I couldn't get my, I couldn't make it happen. I didn't know what I didn't know. And, and so, you know, sales became my thread in the, in the real world to keep me off of, off of the, uh, off of the dole, off of, off of poverty and out of, uh, out of, uh, welfare. And so I would use what I could get in welfare to go get the training that I needed to get to my next step. If I needed this little help from this create your own business program, which was, I was one out of 12 women picked to do that. I would do that. And so, you know, I was doing everything I could to grow and get better, but the domestic violence was keeping me back 
Because how was I going to step out when all this bad stuff was happening? So I would give all my information, and I started raising up all this generation of kids, of young people that wanted businesses, and I started helping them, and I was mentoring them. And I was, like I said, I was a trainer in companies. And so when I come straight flat, uh, you know, when my, my second husband walked out, it was like I hit a brick wall, and I wanted to know why. Why was this happening to me? You know, I had, I had been somebody who'd gone to God. I'd been confirmed. Why, you know, where was this God? Why, you know, I'd have all these people telling me that God was there when you were raped. God was there when this happened to you. And I'm like, well, what kind of God is, you know, doing that? You know, I don't want to be in, you know, I don't want a God like that, you know? And, but the thing is, is that people don't know really what the truth is of who God is or how, how, how he has given us a path to overcome generations of, of curses and things that are down our bloodlines. And I know it might be far out, but there's things that are happening. There's family patterns, if, if you want to call it that, family patterns. And I went looking and searching, and I came straight up, head on, with, I have to do it God's way. One whole year, I said, I'm going to give my life to the Lord. I'm going to do it your way, no, no nothing, and I'm going to follow your path. And if I don't like it at the end of the one year, I am going to, I can go back. I can go back to doing anything I was doing. And I, I, I was single. I gave up men. I gave up, you know, draw. I was smoking pot at the time. I'll be honest on that. And I gave up everything. And I just said, no, I'm not doing any, any of it anymore. I'm just going to go the straight and narrow and find out what I'm not seeing in my life. And boy, oh boy, did I come to the end of it. I was filled with anger. I was filled with hate because of what people had done to me. And as a result, I was short-circuiting, and I was, I was living a life of trauma and, and abuse, even when it wasn't happening. And so I started this journey of healing, and I, I became a real truth seeker and stopped, you know, wouldn't tell any, any, any little fib. And I, I started owning uh, some things in an antique mall, and one day I was... Uh, up at the, at the counter and we had made no money and I needed to pay my rent. And there was this situation that this woman came up and she had an item like I had in my booth and I sold it in my booth for less. And I had never encouraged anybody else to go buy something of mine in the, in the deal. And I had, I was desperate and I went ahead and I said, I said, well, you know, you could get this item, you know, I've seen it in the store and other places that it, it, you could buy this for less. And I had never done this. I was just like, I was like livid with myself inside. And she goes, Oh no, I like this one. And then she goes, she goes, but the real deal is this pottery that I've got right here. And it was my pottery. And she goes, this person doesn't know what they've got here. This person, this, this stuff is selling for a thousand dollars a piece. This guy, this artist has gone off the wall. And at that time I had, I could have really taken it away cause I hadn't sold it to her, but I let it go forward. I was defeated. And afterwards I was just like, God, why, why can't I sell anything? What's going on? You always let me sell things before. And he said, I heard in my spirit, I heard it was never you. It was my favor on you. And I thought about it and I thought about the fact that, yeah, when people came, it wasn't that, it wasn't that I said this fancy set of words that got them to come to me. It was suddenly the wind of favor was blowing on my life. I was doing things right. I was in alignment. 
And then suddenly, here I was, and I was being blessed. Or maybe I had to feed my kids, and somebody came along and they helped me at that time. You know, I have so many stories about God stories about where... He, he, he showed up just in time to give me money to make sure I had food on my table. It's, it was just, it was unbelievable. And so when that happened, I was like, I'm done. I'm just, I was rocked. I could not, I couldn't sell because what could I say? They had me doing scripts from these different companies and these scripts weren't telling the truth. And so I got really, I, I had to stop selling. I had to reshift. I had to try to figure out how I could be the, the top salesperson that I used to be without telling the stories or doing it the way that the people were requiring me to do it. I was talking more people out of buying houses than I was because I was doing marriage counseling and they didn't, they were not, they weren't ready to go into a house. They were going to kill each other if they built that house, you know? Uh And so it became a time where I really, the line hit the rubber hit the road and I went ahead and and about that time, I, my second husband had walked out. My daughter had bought her truck. She was starting her company. My son was sick. And I found myself in a battle that turned out to be with this lying husband. Uh, he was a pathological liar. And everything he said, it was a lie. And he'd tell me these half-truths, and I'd make up my decisions on that. And suddenly I, find my, I found myself in the battle of my lifetime that took me to the Supreme Court of Minnesota it was five years straight of hell and um, litigation. The, the court system was watching my case. Um, I didn't know that um, I was doing something that was going to change lives of other people because I had a contract for deed and, and uh, I, was, I, I was involved with the contract for deed, but it was really what was called an equitable mortgage. And my case was fought just before the mortgage market crashed. Now, when my case was going on and on over those years, there was three runs to the, the, the appellate court. And during that time, during that time, all this documentation was pulled out. And um, I found out that my husband had f- filed bankruptcy while we were married. And I didn't know about it and left me all of the debt and hidden money and all these different things that were happening and the only thing I had was my belief in this, this invisible God that I didn't really know very well, but the only thing I could do was run to the Word of God because everything around me was falling apart. My, I had three family members dying at one time in, in a six-month period of time, my mother, my niece, and my brother-in-law, and I was homeless, made homeless, and I was... I think it was 40 years old, somewhere it was 50, 40, 48 years old. I think it was when I became homeless, when they took my house from me and I lived out of a car, but I still managed to, to uh, find a way because the Lord showed me how to fight in a battle that I did not know I was going to go in. And it was all based on lies. And the fact was I had gone ahead because I'm very prophetic I had gone ahead and interpreted a dream, and it led me to the uh, jail house in Minneapolis where I learned that my um, my husband's ex-uncle uh, was a pedophile, and that was the reason why it looked, it looked like that was the reason why uh, his sister had committed suicide. And I brought it from the darkness into the light, and I became a target. My, my father-in-law wrote a letter, 
and he said, I will see you at the Supreme Court. He was always after, he was always uh, trying to take me out. Uh, it was it was a really bad, adverse relationship. But I knew enough about real estate because I was a real I had been a realtor. I wasn't one at the time. I knew enough that I knew that what I was involved in, if I could stand long enough, I would win. I was standing on truth and I had no money and I had to learn what I didn't know to be able to have an attorney help me. And in that, in that battle, I learned what liars, that liars lie and how to protect myself. I found one document that changed the course of my whole trial and gave me my win. When my first attorney quit on me, uh, she, I got my papers and there was a document in it that my father-in-law had signed that said he fully knew that he had gone ahead and um, that he had borrowed us the money and that the property would be construed as an equitable mortgage, not a contract for deed. So we were being told lies, even in the situation when we were, you know, buying the house and borrowing the money and doing all these different things. And so long and short of it, it made me keenly aware working on that. Then I, then I pursued two more years against my attorney and the mistakes she made. And you cannot sue an attorney in Minnesota. Um, but I, I had won at the Supreme Court, Minnesota. Actually, it was October 18th and 205, um, uh, almost well, it was 15 years ago. Almost 15 years and ago. So yep. During, huh? I said almost 15 years ago. Yep, yep. And during that time, along that time, I was helping my daughter and I was taking the pictures for my daughter's company. She had started this trucking company and she went from zero to 10 million in five years. She broke the ceiling of our family history. My whole family was always really, um, really gregarious. It was like we had seven kids and they were all leaders and we were all climbing on, it was like a litter of puppies climbing on each other. And trying to get attention, vying for attention. But nobody could ever break that ceiling until my daughter came along. But the significant thing happened that year was I had gone and I'd met a woman who took me through prayers and I, I just laid out my life to God. And I just, I cried out and I asked for God to forgive me for the sins of my life and the sins of my family and to heal us and to, and to, and to make, you know, to not let what had happened to me go down on my children. And the following year, she started her company and it went from zero to 10 million in five years with six companies at the end of that five year period of time. And that was one of the darkest times in America until now. Because that was the time when 9-11 was hit. She, like I said, she started it two weeks before 9-11. And wow. so during the time that we'd, we would go through difficulties, I would pray. I would teach her how to, to stand and, and trust God in the midst of a storm. And as we were getting wiped out in one area, we'd have to have faith and stand and be the good people that we believed we were and wanted to be, you know, and, and, because, you know, here's the thing. I, I talked to a lawyer not too long ago, and we were having a great talk about God and, and all this. And, and he said, well, why do you do it? Why do you do it? The world's so this, the world's so that, you know? And I said, well, you know, I don't know for sure. I mean, I said, I know in my heart that God is real and, and that I'm doing right and all that. I said, but what if I'm right and I, there is a heaven and I go to heaven and you're wrong and you go to hell? At least in, in my view, me doing right and choosing the path of right 
you know, I've helped people along the way. I've done good. And that's the path that I choose. It's your choice what you do, you know, and that's where I leave it. You know, I've helped a lot of people in that journey find themselves. I've walked with people that are dying and uh, children have died and, and help them find hope beyond that bad situation because there is life after death and there's life after crisis and there's life after loss. And so I have this unique combination in uh, entrepreneurship and great, great success in it and this, this creativity of entrepreneurship in my singing and my writing and my photography. And so now I, now I've, I, I've solidified and I've, I've, I'm doing a little switch. And when COVID hit, that became a real desperate time for a lot of people. And I went, I was, uh, one of my family members had had a crisis and I, trauma was reactivated. And so I was in this kind of time where I was like, what am I going to do? And how am I going to do it? Just like everybody else. But then some online marketers started coming on and doing training. And what I saw, oh, my God, Joe, what I saw, and I know we're coming to a break. Yeah, what we are I saw, in about a minute and a half. Good yep, and bad and mm-hmm. it is amazing. And I'll pick that up after, you, after our break. Yeah, because we have about a minute and a half until break. And I'm glad we're going to be talking about that because I've seen a lot, too. And I know you have. And you've experienced a lot. So, um when we come back after break, we're going to talk about that because I really want to delve into that and delve into more of how you can help people not get into those type of situations because of the fact of your bravery oh, through all these years. Yeah, your bravery through all these years, your VIP days that you're having. So I really want to get into that. So ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break just to, well, we're, we're about right on time. But anyway, when we come back after break, we got a lot more to talk about with um, Lady Jane Fontaine. Don't you just love her name? I love it. I just love, It just rolls right off my tongue. Lady Jane Fontaine. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back after break. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Are you tired of being just the status quo? Are you tired of not earning what you are worth? Most of my clients have fear to blame for that. Overcoming fear and feeling empowered helps navigate you to becoming your better self. As one of my clients says, Joe, you are a shining light in a dark world. Wow, that says a lot. Let's get you going to becoming your better self and recognizing when fear and obstacles come into your life. We all have fear and we need to overcome it in order to go for it. Let's help propel you to live your best life. Contact me at joehosman.com. I have a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Learn how to maximize your business through the art of a mastermind. Being in a mastermind group can help propel you farther in life and business. Plus, you can also help others in their life and business. A mastermind group is defined as a peer-to-peer mentoring concept used to help members solve their problems with input and advice from the other group members. Since you are listening to the show, there is a place for you in my next mastermind group. For more information, visit joehosman.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now, back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It. This is Joe with my phenomenal guest, Lady Jane Fontaine. And Lady Jane, are you there? I am, Joe. Good, 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 good. I thought I'd lost you. I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Okay, so perfect. No, no, no. (laughs) Okay, good, good, good. I thought sometimes, sometimes that happens. But um, so anyway, right before the break, we were talking about, you know, in this time that we're in now and the pandemic and internet marketing. So I really want you to pick it up from there because you've had a lot of experience with this. And I have too, kind of, you know, this buyer beware of when people are, come and knock it on your door, wind you to buy, buy, buy. So let's j- jump in right into that. And um, okay. I want to hear from you and what you have to say about that. Okay. Well, before that, I'm just going to step back. And, and in my in my history with my daughter's company now, it, this coming year, it will be 20 years that she has has grown her company and weathered all the storms. And during that time, once I got my um, – once I finished the lawsuit – I came on the inside of the company and I became the public relations person for the company. And so what's happened and been a common thread of my life is that when, uh, because I have been successful at anything that I did in PR or business or sales and marketing, I've always had whatever, whatever product or new opportunity come by, whoever's got <laughs> the latest, greatest is targeting me because I am a, a people-to-people connector and I help people not only get into their careers and launch their careers and businesses, I also help them discover what they are. And so I've always been on this personal journey of growth and helping other people do that. So so I've been making that, you know, I, you know, working with my daughter's company, I've gotten a lot of award. I've gotten several awards over the lifetime and journey of my, that existence. And so I've been looking for the transitional point to get out and be mom again and do my own thing all the time. And so I know that I've always got a heart in rock on, but I've been looking for what is my next step and, and trying to find that after you know, like you've heard on this call, I've done a lot of things. Where do I niche down? I've always been a niche marketer, but I can teach that to you. But doing it on myself has been really tough. And so I've spent a lot of time over the last seven, eight, nine years looking for, did I want to write a book? Did I want to do a blog? Did I want to go ahead and do consulting and coaching? Because I was already doing that. What did I want to do? I didn't you know, I knew I could sell whatever I wanted to do, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I really just needed somebody. Will somebody just sit down with me and talk to me and help me figure out that? Well, I kept paying. I paid for book writers. I paid for all these programs. And, you know, a lot of them didn't deliver what they said. And what I have found in my journey of all of this is that is that they're repurposing the same old information that I got when I was doing sales in back 20, 40, 40 years ago. It's repurposed information. A lot of it's in the, in what do you call it? That uh, uh, public domain, you know, and, and so you've got one guy coming out, but the difference is, is that they're just retelling the story. They're finding their new niche and we've got to be really aware and do our own due diligence. See, I could do that now in my life, in my personal life. I, I haven't, 
I haven't gotten entrapped anymore in litigation since that that war that I went through in 205 and to, up to 207. You know, I haven't gotten entrapped in that. I, I've continually, you know, walked my journey. But in business, it was, it was, I was watching things happen and, and I couldn't stop it. And I was looking for answers just like I had always been. And a couple times I, you know, I've been always a network marketer. I've been in network marketing since the seventies. I buy internet uh, network marketing products, but there have been some companies that I've gotten into that really pulled the wool over my, my eyes. And, and then there's been companies that have sold me products that really pull. It was just a good story and I got absolutely nothing out of it. And but I've gotten, be, I've gotten savvy because a lot of things that I do and purchases I make online, I, I do it through a PayPal or some, or a credit card that I can fight and get my money back. And a lot of people don't think about that. And just like I learned when I went through that lawsuit and fought my way to the Supreme Court, all the things that were being done behind the scene to me that I never saw and never knew before because I was believing and trusting people. If you're a believer in God, they're targeting you because of your belief. They know you've got it. They know our psychology. They know that we want to help other people. They know that we'll suffer and go through the the pits till we make it they know who we are and they and with with facebook ads nowadays now today you can target anybody you want and those ads you know that you when you and i are talking on the phone the next thing you know we say something and all of a sudden it's coming up on our phone it's coming through our thread how's that happening And so when COVID hit, I was in a really dark place and there was a really good, uh, somebody called and said, you got to get in on this. There's a guy doing this challenge and it's awesome. And it's all about, it's a Bible challenge, you know, and I just was like hanging on. Where am I going, God? What am I going to do now? Is the company going down? You know, we got a brick and mortar trucking company. You know, am I going to get paid? You know, I've just turned 66. Is Social Security going to be there? Am I going to lose everything now at this time in life? And I started looking at what can I sell? What can I do? I know all these strategies because I've been able to do that all my life. And so I want to teach and help people how to make money when they are in that place where they have to pivot or shift or change, you know? And so I started looking at, I I had to come out of that. Oh my God. Into what am I going to do? How am I going to survive? What do I got to sell? What can I do? What can I do with my knowledge? Because there's not, everybody's going to be without a job. You know, that's what the word was, you know? So I went into this challenge and then I went into another challenge and I went into another one. And I have been in a 24, almost a 24 seven learning curve since uh, the day that it hit our city and, and shut Minneapolis down. And along with all the other things that have happened in Minneapolis and, um, and seen just such, uh, there, on one hand, it was the coolest thing because I watched this guy give a challenge and, and he got so many people to this challenge. And it was because everybody was looking for the same place I was. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? But at the end of the challenge, the offer was over the amount of what our stimulus check was. And I was like thinking, how crazy is this? for us to give our stimulus checks to go learn something and, and not know that it's going to work and not even know what 
is on the other side. Are we, are we really in for this super death thing curve that was going to happen with COVID? And so I was questioning everything, you know, I was, but I did it. I did it. I went for more information and then I went for more information. And then I went for more information. And last fall I bought information on blogging and pretty soon I, you know, like eighteen, twenty thousand $20,000 later, I have invested in uh, all the courses that I could ever have or want to uh, do anything on internet marketing. I've learned a ton, but I've also learned a ton about what's going on in that marketplace and how now everybody's got something to sell. And the buyer beware part is why am I doing it? Why am I the buyer doing it? Why am I being sucked into things that I can find the information somewhere else? Um, Or can I? See, all I needed was somebody to sit down and ask me a few questions, do, do a, a half hour or an hour or a three day or, or a, a three hour or a six hour day with me like I had done with so many people. And after I had gone through all of these courses, there came upon this one guy and, and I came up to him in a, and on, on a call, on a Zoom, I said to him, you know what, I got this weird set, set of situations. I said, I've been trying to figure out how I can help people that have been traumatized or gone through loss and gone through these different things. These are my, these are my skills. This is where I'm coming from. How do I put this together? And in one half hour of talking, I had my answer. And I didn't have all the pieces yet. I needed to go through some more coaching and figure out, you know, how I was going to set it all up, how I could finally do what I've been waiting and wanting to do. And and so I learned, for one, that we're not asking the right questions. And when something's coming to our door and offering us an opportunity, we've still got to take a step back and ask ourselves, what are we praying for if we're a believer? What are we listening to? Are we being driven because it's fear? We've got to be fearless in this time. This is our, this is our, our country. This is our home. This is where we live. This is, what, this is our jobs. This is what we do. And we've got to come out of darkness and, and look for the light of how do we overcome what's happening and where are the resources. There's people. I watched that same person. He had 20,000 people on the, on the event, and he made over $2 million. But then I watched two girls, two young women, and they, they were street savvy, and they didn't do all the tactics that this other person was teaching us. They just got online, and they did Facebook Lives, but they had a plan, and they, had plan, they did imperfect action, and one of them is out there teaching all up about Instagram, and another one was teaching all about, you know, um, from hurt to healing and doing things like that. And, she, and these women... We're grabbing onto it, and all of a sudden, that fire inside of me got going again. And it was like, how do I help these women and men find their true callings? Because everybody's shut down. They can't even go to church. So we must have a job to be doing out here, and that's to find out what is our real purpose. Why are we here? There's only one you with one voice. One message to bring. Are you going to give it? Are you going to hide in your closet or in your cave like I've been hiding because I didn't know what I didn't know? Or are you going to step out and do what you need to do and help some people and find your way? 
That's what I started to see. And so when, when I say buyer beware, yeah, there's shysters all over. There's the biggest scams being run. I've been, I've been studying it on American Greed. I've been studying it because I'm writing this book, and there's new scams coming up every day. Scams on, uh, on, on. I've had, every day I have to get rid of guys on my Facebook. They're coming, and they got this whole stream of pictures, and they look like the perfect catch. And you know what? You go down and you stroll through that, and there, and it ends. It's a brand new Facebook file. How many people accept anybody that goes ahead and gives them a Facebook offer? They they have now just got access to not only you but every person in your network. Right. You know. And Lady so, Jane, unfortunately, so I, we have to we have to wrap up the show here in just another minute or two. I don't want to, okay. but unfortunately, we have to. Um, because Andrew would kick us off, <laughs> but I want to be well, able quickly. to have people get in contact with you and how to, well, besides emailing me, cause if you email me, I'll forward it to lady Jane, but let's give them some, um, first of all, give us some last parting words, you know, but also how to get in contact with you and what you have to offer. Okay, I save you. I will save you time and money. You won't go through years and years of learning curves if you sit down with me and you do a half day or a full day. I work with upper bracket people, and I and, I, and I'm going to have a, a sheet of questionnaires to see if we're a good fit. So those VIP days, if you want to get a hold of me, find me at Create Wealth globally.com because what I'm doing is helping release the gifts in the people, whether you're a musician or you're a, a business owner or you are an entrepreneur, I can help you target what you are doing and what you want to do to make money. Uh, the buyer beware. If there's enough interest, I'll do a challenge to help people understand how to protect themselves. And I give key points on legal. I, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't give you legal, but how to get legal advice, how to get the help you need. Um, and I, I will give you recommendations on trainings and resources that are out there. The VIP days are awesome. We have great times doing them, um, but they're not for everybody. They're for people that are ready to take action and, and change their lives. And so my name is Lady Jane. Jane is with a Y, Fontaine. So it's Lady, J-A-Y-N-E. Fontaine, and you can find me on um, with either Create Wealth Globally on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and um, and if you're interested, go and you you can't find any other way to get a hold of me. Just go to buyerbewarewolves.com, and that will be a landing page where you can uh, sign up for my email list and let me know if you're interested in more information on anything that we've talked well, we've talked about today. Perfect. Thank you so much, Lady Jane. It was my honor to have you back on my show again. I always love having you on your dynamic personality. (laughs) I know. And your perseverance is just phenomenal. But ladies and gentlemen, wow. Um, And yeah, if you didn't get any of that, always feel free to email me, Joe at Joe Hosman. I will certainly pass it all on to Lady Jane, but she is all over. She is on social media as well. So as always, I want you to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day. So you can also check out my website, joehosman.com. And then always remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out and be great, great today and be great always. And along the way, show some kindness along the way because we never know what other people are going through. And a smile is free. So be a blessing to others. Have a great week. God bless. And we're going to see you next, next week for another exciting show. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.